I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the origin of romance. Everything has an origin, and that includes romantic love. Now, to be sure, people seem to have been falling in love since the beginning of recorded history. The ancient Greeks, for instance, talk about the phenomenon as a kind of pitiable madness. Those struck by the arrows of Eros were out of touch with reality and robbed of their faculties of reason. Sound familiar? So while the experience of falling in love, or limerence, is nothing new, what is relatively new is considering this state to be desirable. Limerence is the affliction everyone wants to suffer from. A lot of what I'm going to discuss today will be a condensation of this excellent book, Love in the Western World, by Denis de Rougemont. This is a painstaking academic analysis into the origins of romantic love, highly recommended for those with the interest and the patience. Basically, de Rogemont argues that romantic love arose in the south of France in the 11th or 12th century AD. In this time and place was a popular pagan cult known as the Cathars, which means something like the pure, that was promulgating religious doctrine that was heretical to the Catholic Church. Cities largely composed of Cathars faced significant persecution, extended sieges, holy wars, and inquisitions at the hands of the church. So the Cathars, rather than divest themselves of their beliefs entirely, kind of secularized their cult so that it could, so that it could more or less continue to exist within the realm of Christendom without persecution. And those secularized principles served as the foundation of what we might call the cult of romantic love. So, the origin of romantic love is religious. Kind of a mind blower, huh? However, this actually accounts for many aspects of romantic love that would otherwise be kind of inexplicable. Look at a lot of the language we use when we talk about romance. Idol, devotion, worship, adoration, union. These are all religious terms. There are also many pop songs about love that could easily serve as prayers to the divine. My favorite example of this are the lyrics of the Scorpions, No One Like You, which could have been written by a Franciscan monk waiting for divine grace during the dark night of the soul. Uh, I mean, the song rocks. All you have to do is replace the word girl with Lord, and it's a prayer. It can also help to explain the power and intensity of the emotions people feel when they're in the throes of romantic love. It can even feel like the adored has a godlike power over us to make us blissfully happy or hopelessly bereft. To be sure, this is an idol, a god of our own making, but a potent one. TLDR, the principles of romantic love are the secularization of the dogma of a persecuted pagan cult in 12th century France. We'll be discussing more truths about romance in future episodes, so stay tuned. What do you think about all this? Remember to like, rate, and review this episode. And if you'd like to schedule a consultation, you can reach me at psychaxpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.